It's like literally. Why don't you send Jacob the link so he could come on here and be a fucking cancer? I, I no, no, no. This is gonna be a sort of thing, right? Where I, I'll send him the link because he just, you know, refu- like like he just wants to talk, right? But then when it comes down to sending the link, you'll be like, no, I can't do, uh, I can't do it. You got some other shit to do, you know? It, it was like, dude, it was the same shit as whenever I talked to Morgan. We were podcasting when I was in SF. You'd come into the room, and you would talk on speakerphone, but you would never actually join the podcast. You know, you were too fucking like lazy. I don't know. Anyway, walk around. He well, he wouldn't actually be a part of the group. He would walk around. Comfortable with being recorded. Okay. okay, well, you're. You're still being recorded. I'm gonna go on the podcast. If you want to talk, uh, join the Zoom. I'm not comfortable being recorded like that. But... Yeah, and I hung up on him. So fuck. I just I, I figured it out because we've got the YouTube channel cooking, right? We've got the podcast rolling. We've all we're up seventy two episodes. We have seventy two published episodes of this shit. That's a lot. That's we're, we're getting there. We're coming, Joe Rogan. We're coming for you, you fuck, you bald, COVID denying fuck. I'm sorry to say, he is not in the least afraid. Probably right. for a good reason. Who is it these days? Last podcast on the left. I have no idea who's the uh, popular podcast. Anyway, so our solution is we need to get, become popular. Not just as podcasters, but just as individuals. If we become popular, all our problems will be solved. We can book gigs anywhere. Think about it. It's not about the quality of your music. Because I I booked our first East Montgomery gig. Did I tell you about that? Did I tell you about that fucking gig that I had to play? Yeah, you sent a photo, I think. Okay. Let me tell you about this fucking gig. Let me tell you what the fuck I've been going through. So I lined it up. I was looking at places to play. And I thought, you know what would be a good idea that would be low cost, high return jazz guitar duo? Sounds reasonable, right? Well, who do we know that plays guitar fairly well? Oh, shit. Okay. I see how he came into the picture. I was uh, Michael Jones. Oh, I thought you were saying Will Lavender. No, 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 no. Will Lavender. Will Lavender just owns a guitar. (laughs) I I swear he's just using me to stop playing guitar. Anyways, so I thought Mike Jones, right? Okay, Okay. it'd be a great Guitar. guitar duo. I booked the gig. Mike Jones says he's too afraid to play jazz. He doesn't want to do it. See, I didn't know if he was a jazz guy. He's not a jazz guy, Jay. Okay, but he should have just fucking done it. That's what I was saying. Like, bro, we could play country songs and just do them jazz. I don't give a fuck. Play the four chords. Just keep the fucking rhythm. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no. like, as long as the, the guy you're playing with is, like, aware of... Hey, I like FYI, uh, prefacing me coming on this gig, I cannot play this at all. You still want me there? 
Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. That was exactly, that's how the conversation went. Well, Mike Jones was just so scared of the sevenths that he, he bails out after I, after I confirmed the gig. So I say, no matter, I'm still friends with Mike Jones. I don't hate him at all for this. It's just shit happens. I get it. So I form a band. I get a drummer, a singer, and a fucking bassist. And we, we hold a rehearsal. Four days before the gig actually was supposed to happen, they all drop out. You're get the fuck out. <laughs> they all dropped out. Now, at this no, wait, point, like when? At the rehearsal or? No, one week after the rehearsal, right before our second rehearsal. Four days before the gig. They all drop out on the same day or one by one? One dropped out, then I let the group chat know, and then the other guy dropped out, and then I texted the singer, and I was like, hey, look, I'm doing this either way. Uh, I don't mind if you drop out. And I truly didn't. She was very high maintenance. And she's like, yeah, it seems like the logical thing to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop out. And I was like, great, great. So now, four days till the gig, I'm, I'm fucking like, what do I do? I don't panic. I fucking text another guy I know who's a musician in town. And I go, who do you know that's not doing anything Thursday night? And then I texted another one of my friends who's also a musician. And I said, are you doing anything Thursday night? Or who do you know? He said he wasn't. And he was the drummer. And then he brought his girlfriend with him and his girlfriend could play keys. So that was that was that deal. That dude plays. uh that that dude he had a caveat no no not a canopist he had a canopist Kenny Washington drum maniac kid yeah. uh, that's still a nice kid if he had a caveat that would be wish. insane I wish he had those big fucking what are those big brushes you know those big fucking brushes like like they're like brooms almost yeah they're like little brooms little dusters. Yeah, I've seen them. I don't know what the fuck they're called. But no, I think they're just broomsticks, actually, straight up. <laughs> he had he had those. He had a few other things, but like, great dude, great couple. Fucking loved playing with them. Awesome bass player we got that night. Fucking awesome. He just fucking he had long hair, looked like he dealed weed, pulled up with a five string and a Fender Rumble. Just fucking faced me the whole time, and he's playing chords and he's fucking dude, right, doing his just, lines. You're just describing yourself 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Dude's fucking <laughs> like straight up, bro. Yeah. That was literally 10 years ago, bro. <laughs> we had no rehearsal, by the way. We all met that day. Wow. And then there was the sax guy. You got a sax guy? Why? I didn't want a sax guy. So what happened was my one friend who gave me the bass player was like, Oh, I also threw it out to the sax guy. I know you should get this sax guy. And I was like, no Ugh. sax guy fucking texts me. And I was like, all right, sax guy. Sax guy was about like 20 years older than me. And big fat, big, big fat sax player. Like, just, uh, fat fucker and like the first thing he does when he gets to the bar that we were playing we were playing at this like downstairs hookah lounge slash mediterranean restaurant so similar to cafe effendi but like 
more yeah. cavey and more like Mediterranean looking. Fucking first thing this big fat fuck does is go up to the fucking bar manager guy who I booked the gig with and go, yeah, we all just met today. We haven't fucking ever played together. I was like, I'm never hiring this man again. <laughs> Why is everybody like so nicely fitting into all their stereotypes in this fucking I know. Yeah, this guy's a piece of shit. These fat bass player is chill as fuck. Looks like he deals weed. So, so singer is temperamental. We didn't have the singer for this one, so it was just me, drums, bass, big fat sax fucker. He brought a stool. He brought, we all just like, you know, normally play, and then he, he's sitting on his big stool at the end, stooling like a fucking gremlin. And then like, you know, the first thing he asked me while we're setting up, you know what the first thing this man asked me is, so Ooh. what songs are we playing? Oh, wait, what? Did you you sent him a list? We didn't have not. I mean, I sent them, I sent them a Spotify playlist of songs that we could like sound like. You know what I mean? Like this was basically a jam among musicians who could, I hope, handle jamming, having not met before. And I was right, we did. But like, this got added. What songs are we playing? This is an instrumental fucking jazz thing experience, dude. Don't fucking. What songs are we playing? Shove, take your songs and shove them up your ass. Songs, <laughs> fucking songs. And like, I, I said this. I, I told somebody else about this, and he's like, "Look, just fill the fucking spaces, buddy. <laughs> like, that's not that fucking hard." But wait, that's, wait. I, I said it to him nicer than that. <laughs> I really don't get why some musicians just can't do that. Like, it has to be. A whole song and dance. Okay, literally song and dance. Like, no, no, what are the chords? And oh, oh no, how are we tempo? It changes. Like, can't you just fucking play and listen and just go with the flow? I get it. I'm a drummer. I don't have notes and modes and chords. But, like, I'm also not going to blast beat over a blues song. So clearly I'm doing some listening, right? Yeah. I got to bring my double bass. Tony. Jam. Tony. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I would hire everybody again, except for him. Uh, that was, <laughs> he, he did a good job for what he did, but he just, he didn't fit. <laughs> And maybe it's because he's too big. <laughs> and uh, musically. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I started a cool thing with it, though. After each jam, each of us picks, each of us starts the next one. So, like, I started playing a chord progression. They all follow me. And then bass player gets the next one. The drummer gets the next one. Let me, let me into the room. Oh, are you, are you not in the room? Oh, anus fanny. I still get notifications from him. Is that really my name right now? Anus fanny? <laughs> on this phone? Did you not set this up on purpose? Yeah, you're anus fanny. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, just, I just hit click from the phone. 
Dude, every day at 1 a.m., he makes a live video and it just notifies me. Manus Cranny started a live video. Manus Cranny. I love Is it Wait, you follow him on Instagram or what? I've, yeah, I do follow him on Instagram. I love how he's a part of your life. Wait, I have to hear myself. Ah, wait. All right, perfect. I love how he's still a part of your life. Uh, but he has long since left mine. I love me some anus fanny. <laughs> How about Ted Lasso? Are you still watching that? No, no, because I don't have any fucking Apple uh, thing. But the season three apparently came out. Do you, are you sad? Do you feel like you're missing out? Not at all. Not at all. Wasn't what I do miss? Show? What I am missing is uh, Succession. So, so how how do you suggest oh yeah, but Tennessee Testicle Festival, Saturday, July 29th. So wait, what the fuck actually what is that? <laughs> it's a fundraiser for this veterinary clinic to get an x-ray machine, but they're gonna be serving testicles. Like ro- Rocky Mountain oysters? Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> we'll test. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't know these things fucking existed, and then I I was like, oh, shit, there's one in, like, like the first one was in Colorado or some shit, and so I was like, wait a second, is there a Tennessee one? And there was, and I was like, oh, I'm going to reach out, and I reached out, and then they called back, and they're like, yeah, you can play. I was like, fuck yeah, buddy. That's hilarious. They, They, of course, are paying, too. It's not a free thing, so fuck yeah. You know me. I'm, Wait, I, I just I have a knack for getting the weird gigs. Yeah, you you really do. Um, wait, so what was the event called again? The Tennessee Testicle Festival. Okay, it's not a fundraiser or anything. No, no, it is. You said it was for the doctor for the X-ray machine. Yeah, and they're also serving Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah. This is so weird. This is too much testicle for one story, bro. It's nuts. <laughs> yes. God damn it. Yeah, it is nuts. How do you suggest we get more popular? I, I was watching somebody say one way to make your YouTube videos more popular is to tell them in the first five seconds what your YouTube video is. And I've noticed more and more people are doing that. Like in the first five seconds of the video, they're like, we're going to go creep in the ladies' locker room. We're going to go lift 700 pounds. We're going to go do this, and then they go do it, whatever it is. So I'm going to use that strategy, but what do you think? Look, it depends on, on the type of content and all that stuff, but one thing I've noticed, because our shit is like a little more long form, right? Like, like um, I think one good example is a guy, Chris Bumstead, the lifter, where he'll... He does like a vlog, more or less. That's what all his videos are. It's just a vlog on his day or something. Like, let's say he'll do like uh, chest day plus my protein ice cream recipe or something like this, right? And 80% of the video is going to be all this other shit. And like the last 20% or something will be like the protein ice cream recipe. You know what I mean? So you have like the hook or something like that in the title. You just make that very small part of whatever the fuck it actually is. 
doesn't have to be that. It could be like anything. Okay, but how do like, we I'm spread sure the word? Videos, like, what's that? All right, I'm all for improving the content like that, but how do we spread the word? How do we get the clicks? The clicks aren't just going to magically happen because we have better stuff. It will help, but there's got to be some promotion angle to play to get popular. What do we do? Do we have to start saving lives? Just start posting it on uh, Reddit threads where there are already a lot of people uh, posting shit. Yeah, I noticed in the R drums for like uh, in the R drums reddit people just post uh, their youtube videos or their drum covers shit like that you know um do you have any drum covers up yet nope not gonna be for a long time damn i i got this sweet dslr over here i could i could hook you up i give you a foot cam give you a face cam give you above the drum cam <laughs> Let's let's leave it on those body parts. Give you Face a patient cam by Ted Reed. That's a very necessary cam. That is an incredibly necessary cam. Give you a nice bonjour cam. No, do you hear the clicks? There's that. Again, I also think uh, having the standardized intro and all that will help a little bit. You don't to your point of like, oh, how do we increase people getting on the podcast? I mean, I think that could be fairly done, not super hard, but then uh, getting the viewers to to just stay and like continue listening episode to episode, not getting bored. Like, dude, Adam Ragusi's podcast, dude, I was listening to it, and by like, if it comes on now, it's like I need to turn it off immediately. It's so bad so horrible he it used to be food related i hear this man now talking about the construction of a speaker for an hour and he's just interspersing advertisements in between and i'm like you're just saying shit you're just saying shit why don't like, I switch back to chef john from foodwishes.com chef john from foodwishes has a real knack for keeping your attention while he cooks his food my mom apparently knew who that was <laughs> that sucks i'm sorry for her that's fucking horrible she's like mom jay why don't you watch this one video from this guy show me some recipe and i'm like don't tell me you watched him and then we're going to let it chill right over here for the dust this three four hours put it to 450 degrees she thought he was funny, and I was like, he's a fucking creep. <laughs> I like how when you showed your lunch, boys, they didn't believe that somebody actually talked like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not worried about keeping people's attention. We say all kinds of crazy shit in this podcast. I don't think, like... I. Th- the problem is we haven't been discovered. We have the backlog in the story. As long as the content gets better... We're we're gonna win this thing here. We just gotta find a way to get people to to discover it. Oh, but here's the thing. Here, this was what I learned from that shitty gig. Well, the gig was good, but that gig was shitty. Sax guy. What I learned from that was bar owner was a little disappointed because I told him more people would come than actually came. I came close, but I didn't give him the full amount of people. But I thought to myself. 
nobody gives a fuck what your band actually sounds like. Because if I could go into a bar and be like, yo, I could put 50 people in here on a Wednesday night, they'll fucking take it. That's really all the care about. Yeah. Right. So that's what I, that's what we need to be able to do. How do we get that popular? Hey, you know what? Uh, how is Lacey's band coming on? Because that is the best example of like kind of shitty music potentially getting an audience. So, so Josh Lacey, he graduated. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like the band's basically broken up. He's in Sarasota right now, like on vacation. Oh, we do have two gigs this week. We have Friday and Saturday. We're playing as the Josh Lacey band, but drummers out. He's out of town, so we got a different drummer, and then bass players out. So I think I'm still playing guitar, and we've got a sub bassist and sub drummer. But the Josh Lacey band is no more. Josh Lacey's still around. Wait, wait. but he's in Sarasota. What he's in gig? Sarasota. He's coming back up this week, and then he's moving to Nashville, and he's like working a regular job. So music on the side. Why was he making such a push for the music then? No fucking idea. He he was going really hard. Yeah. I I mean, I'm sure he's still going to do music in some capacity, but he plays a lot of covers and I ain't got no Cristobal. I don't know what to tell you. That was the best time to say that. Good, Good on you. Thanks. Um, Let's see. Right now, besides the teaching, I've got I've secured this blues jam. Uh, Lacey pretty much ends this week. This is the last Lacey, unless he calls me for something unrelated in the future. You know, it's end of an era almost. It, it is an end of an, the last gig we played was last month, like at the end of May, and I was like, guys. This is the last Josh Lacey band gig. And they're like, well, he's good the next two weeks. I'm like, you're not going to be there. You're not going to be We're done. But drummer wants to still play with me for some reason. And, you know, I don't know. Something oh, might come same, up. Same drummer. Yeah. Old guy. Bald guy. I old mean, bald came, asshole. What was his name? Um, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew, the old bald asshole. Like, I... Is he an asshole? No, he's fine. I mean, he's an asshole to like everybody, but like not to me. <laughs> he likes me for some reason. He, I had seen him, right? Yeah, right. yeah. He was that old bald fucker who brought his own symbol and his own snare. Yeah, yeah. He brought his own symbol. I remember in his own snare. He brought. He had his toms in the car and some shit. Yeah, yeah. And he never fucking shows off. He just plays what he has to and leaves. That's what you want from a drummer, right? More or less. Yo, I've seen him play in another band, and they were like, and on the drums, Andrew, and he didn't fucking solo. He just kept the fucking beat. Wow. So he just, he's just I've, there for the paycheck. I've never seen the man fucking go nuts, and it sucks, because just judging by his fills, I know he can. I know yeah. he's got some chops. He's got <laughs> some chops. There's no doubt. Yeah. Well, shit. I had a slightly eventful yesterday. What happened? I was supposed to go take my driving test. And instead, Brian Luke came out of the corner and swooped you up to do uh, (laughs) do, uh, 
raises, lat raises. No. Yeah. No, so rear death flap. No, Look at my boards. Look at my boards. You really need really need to get willing on that joke. Um, skull crushers going. Crushers. Crusher. Um, what the fuck do you have to take a driving test for? You already got your Indian driver's license. You can drive around. Well, no, but you're supposed to get a, a four. You're just get a Canadian license within three months. And it's already been like six months, right? Yeah. But I just got the Indian license in like April because my dad dropped it off. Anyways, I finished like the writing test. This for the driving test. So I rented a car because I need a car to do the driving test, right? Crazy. So I show up there on Thursday, right, to do this driving the car thing. Oh, and I, by the way, I booked the car for 24 hours and I figured the day before I'll practice driving and the test was Friday morning and I will go do a bunch of shit around town that I never ever get the chance to do because I have a fucking car, right? Take advantage of it. Go drive around. Get any sit in traffic. All that shit. And, you know, get comfortable driving because take a fucking driving test the next day. right? So I get to the place. The woman, this cunt, this utter cunt. Dude, I get there 1230 and, and the, the car is at for one o'clock. And I was like, can you can I can I just do the paperwork right now? Right. And then at one exactly, I can leave with the car. Like, no, 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 no. Come back in one. We can't do the paperwork early. You have to come back in one. It's like, fine. I mean, I won't be leaving with the fucking card one. I'm supposed to get the card one, but okay. Get there at one. She makes you wait a half hour. Then at one o'clock, I show her the license, all that stuff. She's like, how long have you been in the States or in Canada? I should have said one month. I said I've been here for six months. She's like, we can't rent you the car because your license might as well be void. She refused to, to rent me the car, even though I had early rented a car at another time. And I was like, you fucking bitch. No help. No help. She did nothing to help me out. Okay. It's fine. So this is an enterprise. I look up other cars to rent. And I see that there's another enterprise about 10 minutes away. I go there. Oh, and I managed to book a car. Okay. For like two o'clock. I go there. It's this like Indian dude. He's like, we don't have any cars right now. I, but if you come back in the next like hour and a half, we should have a car for you. Or earlier. He said at the latest an hour and a half. I was like, I remember. My phone was dying. I went home, got my battery packed, was walking back to the place. Literally, as I walk into the building where the enterprise is, I get a phone call. We got a car. I go there with the Indian driver's license. I am all prepped up to tell this dude. I have been in Canada for one week. I was ready to do an Indian accent. Whatever was fucking needed to sell him on the meaning of the car. This Indian guy didn't ask me a single fucking question. Just license, credit card fucking got me the car i was like i'm never renting a car from the other place i'm just gonna rent a car from here anyways i get the car patel i think it was like um i think it was like hussein actually i think he was like a uh a fucking like a a muslim 
A Muslim man. Oh, the worst. A muscle man. A muscle man. Or yeah. The worst. Fucking worst. So. Remember uh, that I, day I just walked in and called you a Muslim? You did, right? Worst day of your life. I was, was like, just like, the fuck? I am not. <laughs> oh, fucking Muslim. filthy like, Muslim. <laughs> I was just like, what? This is insulting. The worst thing you could call an Indian person, really. No, Paki. Oh, yeah. Or both, you fucking Muslim pack. <laughs> Are there non Muslim packs? Probably. Probably the ones that come over here and go. I don't know, worship ball Christian. or something. Go work in Enterprise car lots. Fuck anyway. that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Like, the worst part is, like, you're we're barely the age. We're finally the age when we can rent cars. So they're going to be shittier to us. Thank, no, no, well, thank God. I mean, we could have rented earlier, but now we don't get any of that super high, you know, cost. Oh yeah, the twenty four. Yeah, there actually was a uh, under twenty five fee. Um. So, how'd your driving test go? So before that, I'll tell you the whole thing. Apparently, on this test, parallel parking, they test you on parallel parking. I don't know why, but they do. It is what I did the day before. I try to get a parking spot in my building. They didn't have one available at the time. So I come back, check in the evening. I'm like, all right. I go to the Canadian Tire, which is, I, th- I think I told you about this store. They sell everything, including tires, but they literally sell everything. I oh, there's up- more than just tires? They sell literally everything. Like, like they sell um, Instant Pots, and they sell dinnerware, and they sell camping gear, and they sell shelves, which I bought that shelf, that new one, for my drums there, because they had a sale. So, Wow, no, I didn't know about this. You did not tell me about this. So, Canadian Tire. Look it up. It's, yeah, it's, I see. It's crazy. They have literally everything. I was going to say everything except tires, but I know they also sell tires. No, you were telling me uh, fuck Galen Weston, right? Or fuck yes. George Weston? Galen, yeah, Galen Weston. Yeah. No shit. You know him. Yeah, piece of shit. Fuck Galen Weston. No, itchy, I, I, I've I, only lived in Canada for six months. I don't have the right to say that. Yeah, he fuck you, Galen Weston. <laughs> you know, he's just got this type of name you want to hate on. You eat a dick, old man. Yeah, fuck Galen Weston. You know, Galen Weston, you didn't even read Syncopation by Ted Reed. Shut the fuck. Get the fuck. Get your beat a sack of baby dicks, motherfucker. Fuck. Fuck Galen Weston. So. Oh. You're so, driving okay. around a Canadian tire. I go there. I go to this other person who I, on Craigslist, actually, I found him. And uh, no, on Kijija, which is like the Canadian, Canadian Craigslist. Yeah, I was yep. gonna say you don't get Craigslist. It's some gum tree shit. Yeah, 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 gum tree, the fucking Australian one, right? Yeah, hey, good for you. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, yes, yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Um, Kijija? <laughs> not get 
Kijija. Oh, like your favorite band. Yeah, almost. K-I-J-I-J, Kijij, and then A, K-I-J-I-J-A. It looks Chinese. Um, oh, Kaijija. Right? It totally sounds like a fucking uh, Guillermo del Toro fucking, you know, villain or whatever. Yeah, Anyways, we don't, even, we don't even have it. I went to Costco, came back home, slept, drove down to the driving test, did the test. I was told I drove very well. However, I did a rolling stop at one point, which is an automatic fail. Pussy. So how long do you have to wait? 10 days. That's not bad. Uh, No, maybe wait like a whole ass month. No, it's not bad. I mean, I have to rent the car, do the test. It's fucking sucks. It sucks more because I just tell my mom and dad this. I was like, it's fine. But like in Florida, when I got my license the first time, I failed that test. Yeah, I remember. And I had to get it in. And I for the driving test in India, I did go actually do some driving. Half of it was faked, but like I had to do some driving. This is going to be the fifth driving test I have to take. That's four more tests. Four more tests than anybody needs to take. If it makes you feel better, that's only three more tests than I've had. Not counting the two times I've had to take driving tests in heavy trucks. I've had to take two for like operating a vehicle over 10,000 pounds. Otherwise, I failed my first time too. Remember the three-point turn? Is that what you failed on? I didn't know what it was. She was like, all right, I need you to do a three-point turn. I said, is that where I pull in, back it out, and then make the turn? And she's like, I can't tell you. You win the test. I was like, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know what to do. And she's like, all right, the test is over. And then like on my way back, she goes, you know, you just said what it was. You should have just done it. That was it. I'm like, you fucking fat black bitch. (laughs) Like, I was going to say, you should have just done it because... What's the worst that could have happened? You failed. Hey, I just didn't know it was a three-point turn, and then I fucking had to wait like a month before I could get it back. And then I got it back, and then I fucking three-point turned all over the motherfucker. Yeah, I'm just going to remember to stop. Stop hard. Give him an abrupt like, stop. Like, I'm, I'm going to literally wait like, like three seconds in between like each stop. Like, when I stop, I'm going to stop for like three seconds. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Like, like, and like, I may just turn and look at the instructor. <laughs> like, as I like, stop. Look, if, if it's the same instructor, yes. I stop. 100%. <laughs> I stop. I stop. There's no rolling here. That's the problem. I'm a drummer. I love to roll. I'm just, it was just rolling annoying. all the time. I'm rolling over here. I'll be I'll be honest. I've seen all these Toronto drivers. Nobody stopped as long as I did. Like I stopped way longer than all the Toronto drivers. If I was a rolling stop, it was like it was. I I thought I stopped. So that I failed the test. Then I waited until she left. Yeah. Drove out of the parking lot because. You know, I actually wasn't supposed to be driving. I went and I actually set up another Khadija trade for the next day. And I went and I bought a snare drum 
How I'd many snares them. do you have now? Like six? Four. <laughs> no. Five. Five, actually. Oh, man. I'm watching this syncopation by Ted Reeb. We got Greg Turkington over here going right, 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 left, right, left, right. What the fuck are you looking at? I'm looking at fucking Greg Turkington over here. Uh, let me unblur out my background. Turkington? Yeah, this guy looks like fucking Greg Turkington behind the kit. You sure it's not Greg Bissonette? And welcome to V-Drums Lessons! Who the fuck is that? It's fucking Greg Turkington, dude. Is that a drummer? He was drumming just a second ago. Let's see, is he going to go back to it? Yeah, he's going to go back to it. There you go. Look, it's Greg Turkington. That does look like him. <laughs> right, 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 left, right, left, right, left, right, left, 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 right, left, right, left. Who the fuck is this guy? Do if you say Greg Turkington, <laughs> uh, his channel is whole lot of drumming. He's looking at Ted Reed's book, Syncopation. Don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a classic. Let me get this straight because I guess I didn't get the full context. Look at these. You ladies. literally googled up somebody for fucking syncopation. Ted Reed read through whatever the fuck. Ted Reed read through? No, 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 no. I just looked up syncopation by Ted Reed. Okay. And then it just clicked the first one, and it was some skinny kid. And now it's Greg Turkington over here going playing quarter notes while playing my bass drum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking playing my bass drum over here. First of all, sir, it's a kick drum. Second of all, that's a sock symbol. This is a kit. <laughs> I'm old. Oh, you look at this shit. The, holy shit. I'll be right back. 